This is episode 126 of the Business of Making podcast, and boy, do we have some announcements for you. Let's get into it. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. G'day everyone, Jess here and welcome or welcome back to the Business of Making podcast for another fortnight. Now, we, this is a big episode, we have... (laughs) We have two very big announcements to make in this episode today and something to chat about that's uh, probably going to be of interest to many of you out there. Okay, which one do we want to, which one do we want to talk Well, I guess it makes sense to talk about Deb's announcement first because that kind of precipitates our second announcement, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe. I suppose so. But then it makes it feel like this is because of that that the second announcement Yeah, it's happened. not because of that. Yeah. We just preface the whole thing with it's not because of that. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, people are going to be so mad. What? I think somehow that listeners we have will totally understand, actually. They yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. be very yeah. happy. <laughs> so what's happening, Deb, besides um, building a house? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's doing that. Yeah. yeah, doing that too. Doing all the things. I'm building a baby. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm pregnant. <laughs> yes. Halfway now? So a bit of a late announcement as well. Honestly, not because I didn't want to set before. It just, I don't know. I guess the first trimester kind of was a blur of not feeling great. And then I was busy for a month and now we're here. And it's like, we weeks already. <laughs> and here we are. Yes. Here we are. So when, when are you due, Deb? Like what month? March. March, like, I think. Yeah. So, so yeah, it could be early April too. Who knows? But could be early March. So March is the month. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah. It's very exciting. Where as soon as Deb told this to us, I was like, I knew it. I don't know why. Why did you know it? Because I didn't know it. <laughs> because it's, it's COVID. Everybody's having babies. Yeah. yeah. That is the yeah. announcement that people make. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not like COVID made us out of baby, but it definitely, I mean, two years ago, the plan was like, we go and travel overseas for a couple of years. And mm-hmm. like, I think we were meant to leave in April. Like we had let go of the house, Nick had quit his job. And the April holidays, we're going overseas. That's it. Like, we're doing it for two years. This is when the world, like, stopped being normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the borders closed. And I think in terms of, like, not that we really timed it or anything, but it would have been a similar timeline without us really thinking about it because it would have been, like, us for a couple of years overseas just as a couple with our kids. And we probably would have thought about it coming back to Australia after that. But instead of going overseas, we just spent a lot of time at home. <laughs> Just, you know, getting to know each other. Yeah. Well, it is very exciting. But uh, growing a baby whilst having a business comes with a lot of things, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a challenge mentally for sure. Like Mm. it's a lot. There's days where I'm completely calm and I'm just like, this is all wonderful and everything will go well. And then there's days where I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, a good challenge though in terms of, you know, I've always wanted to build a business so that I could, you know, my my big thing is so that my life is what I want it to be and the business works around that. Mm. And I think that when 
because I didn't have kids and well, I still don't, all these years I have overworked and I have put the business maybe a little bit in front of my life at times a little bit too much. And I think this is a nice little big readjustment. <laughs> just a little readjustment. Just, just a slight, tiny readjustment. Right, little thing. That I'm, it, you know, it's forcing me to rethink some things and to go, okay, what's actually important? What are we doing mm-hmm. that we don't need to do? It's actually been great in that way. Like it's been pushing me to do things with the business and with how I think about the business that I maybe wouldn't have done because I didn't have to before, but that will mm. be really beneficial long-term. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just from when I had my kids. P.S., my son is 10 now. Like, fuck. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> so 10 years ago, a decade ago, the business I was running, I was selling jewellery and brooches and accessories and stuff like that at markets and through not consignment. Is it consignment where you put it in the shop and oh. then they sell Sell it. Wholesale? No, I was doing wholesale as well, but what's the other one called? Yeah, consignment. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so I was doing all of those three things. So yeah. live at markets, okay. consignment, and wholesale. <laughs> Good brain for remembering. We were just talking about how like when you're either teaching something or learning something and then you teach it and then it's gone forever. <laughs> right afterwards. That was one of those things. So at the time I was working as a teacher, so I had an income and I was working part-time as a teacher and part-time doing my business. And so I had the luxury of when I had the baby, I still had pay. I still had income. I took my all my leave at half pay. So I took a whole year off and that was the most successful I'd ever been in my business because I had more time to dedicate it because I wasn't actually having to go into work or like do any of that stuff. But as I just said, I had the luxury of income. I didn't have to rely on that Mm. income to like live off. Whereas obviously Deb, you're in that situation. And also when I had my second baby, who's she's six now, that was a completely different story because I was a hundred percent business was the income and that was way more pressure and stress. Mm -hmm. But still, I also had the benefit of my husband's income. So it was two very, very different scenarios there. So I guess like Whatever we're about to talk about with how you're planning things, Deb, I guess just for everyone at home, it might not be your situation or it might be. So just put it out there. There's a scale. (laughs) There's like a massive scale of where you might be in terms of situations and how much pressure or how much stress you might be under to like be able to create that income that you need. Yeah. Hey there, makers. If you need to figure out what pain point your product solves, you can check out our five wise technique download. The five wise technique is a great way to go beyond the superficial reasons a customer makes a purchase and find out their deeper motivations. You can download this and a bunch of other cool stuff at thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash get freebies. It's all one word, get freebies. Good luck. It's interesting. Like I think, you know, I mean, obviously it was planned in the way that, you know, I know we know how babies happen. Like, you know, it wasn't that much of a surprise, but... We also really didn't think it would happen before a while. And so it happened a lot more quickly than we thought, which, you know, whatever, we're happy. But in terms of timing, it got a little bit stressful for me because my income is an important part of like the household income. I make more than Nick. We just got a loan for a house. And the plan is that when the house is built, we're moving two hours from where we're now. Nick quits his job. And of course, he can, he's a teacher, so he can do a few days. He's still going to probably work a little bit when we move south, but we don't know how much. We don't know if he's going to get a couple of days as a temp teacher or if he might get a, a full contract for a term, but not the next. 
it was meant to be like, oh, we're going to be on like Deb's income then. And now, and now we're like, oh, but Deb is having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So it's definitely, that was definitely a lot on my head. And I was just kind of like, how do we do this? I'm not too worried about uh, having to take my leave. I think the business is in a place now where I'm confident it'll be fine. Like I think I've realized as well over the last 12, maybe 18 months, I've done things behind the scenes that maybe are not visible to people, but I have a team and I have systems and I have like, I'm confident that my members will be well served and everything will be all right. And also understanding, because it's kind of like, well, I'm having a baby. Of course, I'm not going to be able to work for a little bit there. Mm -hmm. I got more worried about the coming back to work. That's where the anxiety kind of kicked in. I was like, it's not like you take three months to be with your newborn and then you go back full time to work. Like you still have a kid after that. (laughs) If you there where you like like care for this child. <laughs> and so with Nick being still full time at work, I was really worried that it was kind of like because I'm seeing, you know, and I'm sure everyone has different experiences, but I've had friends that have kids that are now under a year. So they have a kid last year essentially, lots of them. And it's tough, man. Like most of them are like, there's no way I could be working or they're trying, but it's like I'm doing two emails and then I'm interrupted because this and that and or when I finally have an hour, I just need to like clean the dishes or go to bed because I'm tired or, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Like you're not just, mm-hmm. and I realize, and the way I work these days is alone at home. Well, not so long when we were in lockdown, but back now was me being at school. So like, you know, productive, like there's no, it's me, my computer and as many hours as I want during the day. And it's very, very efficient. It's like a really productive environment. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I do not know how I'm going to cope with having a baby here. Like I can't. I'm very routine. I'm very organized. Mm-hmm. All going to go out the window. Like I'm yeah. So it's like it. it's a struggle for you with the unpredictability because you can't yeah. predict. Yeah, and also you know, I was kind of thinking Nick is very, and we really complement each other with that. I'm very organized. Very, let's make a plan. Like very, very much the spreadsheet person in the couple, you know. And Nick is very much like, yeah, we'll see when we get there. You know, like we'll work it out. Like so, so relaxed. Like oh, we'll work out. And I was like, no, but that's a, that's different though. Like we can't, you know, if the vision is we move south, we rely mostly on my income. Our plan is not aligned. Like <laughs> that. I need to have a plan for re-entry of work, you know, and, and it, it can't be, we'll see what happens because my business is not going to like that. My team needs to know when I'm back and for how much time a week, even if it's less than now, like, you know, so they can give me stuff. And we'll see what happens. I was just like, like, this was not sitting well in my brain. I was just like, we're going to have to meet halfway and make a plan. And this is, you know, kind of a side story, but it, it goes to show the same point. When I was talking to people about it, like in, in my life, they all kind of like, but you'll see when the baby's here, everything will be different. You'll feel different. And I know that, like, I'm not going to be the same person in six months than I am now. But also... When we're talking about work, it's not like I have a choice. Like this is my full-time living. This is how we make money in my household. I don't get to see what happens and suddenly be like, I don't really feel like going back to work. Like I might not feel like it. I'm sure I won't feel like it probably, you know, I'll probably be like, oh, this is kind of nice not to I don't know. Like when when I was having my first kid, I remember my principal who I really liked at the school was like, well, you know, you probably... You know, you might find that you just don't want to come back. All in context in a conversation. It made sense that she was saying that. But I wanted to go back. And, you know, that could be the thing too. So, you know, people like to say, oh, you're going to feel different. You're going to want to take five years off, whatever. But 
that might not be the yeah. case and nobody fucking knows how you're going to feel. So Exactly. And actually, you know, there's a chance I will be wanting to work because I get extremely bored. Like I can barely do two weeks holidays without reading three business books. Like, yeah, and that's how I was too. And that's why, like, I took Matley from, like, work, work, but I was still doing the business stuff and that fulfilled me greatly while I was on maternity yeah. leave. So, yeah. yeah, you know what kind of person you are and I think you have an inkling of what you'll want to do. Yeah, and there's also like economic reality of like mm. you have to go back to work, whether I'll feel like it or not. That won't mm. kind of be the question. The question will be, well, you have to go back to work because like now you need to push things forward again. Yeah. Or and I think there was definitely, I felt maybe it was the feminist in me, but there was definitely a little bit of no one would react like that with Nick. Like it was a little bit like suddenly people forgot that my business was doing well and a full-time thing for years now. And suddenly treating it again, like back when you start and people are like, like you can just stop. dip out, dip in and out when you want yeah. to. Yeah. Like, like that's not like, oh, well, you're cute little business. Like, that's all right. Like, mm. you change your mind. And, and it's like, no, it's not like that at all. Like, and if I was employed, like if I had an employee and a job and a mat leave on a contract and whatever, people wouldn't tell me, oh, you'll maybe just quit at the end of your mat leave. You'll see how you feel. Like they would just, mm. be like, how long, how long do you have? And when do you go back? And do you mm. go back part-time or full-time or what's your re-entry plan? Mm-hmm. One asked me this question with the business and it, and it felt very, um, yeah, annoying. I was just like, people, <laughs> come on, get a grip. Like, this is 2021. Women work and women have businesses. And, like, yeah, what's the plan long term? And the plan long term is, like, Nick doesn't work and he's full-time dad and I'm full-time working. That's the plan long term. That's mm-hmm. how we want it to be. Mm-hmm. And for people, that's still a little mind-blowing, I think. Like, most people around us, like our close friends, obviously are more open-minded than that but I think there's still a big part of society that thinks that that's a little like why wouldn't it not be working you know yeah well we don't have the phrase working father for a reason yeah you'll be a working mother yeah (laughs) yeah the positive note on that in the end is that the government where we live we're very lucky in July so very recently decided Nick is a teacher so he's obviously employed by the government which is you always get the best of the best with that in terms of like paid leave and all of that stuff. He actually gets, they've changed it so that men can take as much as women when the woman mm. goes back to work. That's great. Yeah, because I felt very annoyed at that. I felt like there was nothing to help me. You know, I was like, who? I don't have family around here. We don't. Nick's family is 10 hours drive away and mine is like 28 hours in a plane away. <laughs> not that close. So, yeah, we have friends and all, but it's not like we can drop the kid at the grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have family carers, yeah. No, and so, you know, if you want to look at how much childcare is, like, super expensive. So I was feeling a bit like I'm stuck. Like, no one is helping me get back to work. No one cares that this business is actually an important thing in our household. I felt, again, it was like the sort of feminist issue. I was just, like, mm-hmm. like enraged. I was just like, this is pissing me <laughs> off now. <laughs> Especially when people were making comments like, you'll see, you'll change your mind. And I was like, oh, I don't know, I have a loan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But even if you didn't, Deb, like you don't need to fall back on the fact that it is, you know, your income. Like it's your choice. Yeah, also your my choice, choice yeah, is also to what I want. work. Yeah. yeah, like to be the person who works. Like that's yeah. fine. Like yeah, yeah it, it's very interesting. But anyway, so Nick can be essentially after I'm going to take my leave and I'll be full time with the baby, and then when I'm going back to work, Nick is able to take three months off paternity leave that's great it's great like it's just i feel extremely privileged that we get to have that from this Mm. so very happy about that so i feel a little bit more relaxed now that i know that because i'm like okay i can go back to work the baby will have a full-time babysitter being the dad yeah (laughs) yes yeah amazing yeah so i feel a bit better now but yeah it's been it's definitely been a bit of a journey of going like okay what's the plan (laughs) 
<laughs> well, does that mean that he could also do the half pay thing that Michaela did and take longer? Yeah, you yeah. can take 12 weeks full pay or the double half pay, essentially. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so he could take six months. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we might do that. But there's also like school holidays in between and I don't think they count in, so we'll have to no. see. Mm. Yeah, I think my parents want to come and visit next year as well. Mm. I told them not too early because that's almost too much, I think, at first. <laughs> you know, they don't speak English. Like, I just would feel like I have already. They need to stay there. with you too. Yeah. Definitely not where we are at the moment. Like, not <laughs> until we have the new house because my place is small and we're like. You need a little Airbnb, just like three houses down. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. That's really the plan. Yeah. Mm. But the, it would be nice if they come when, Nack, uh, when Nick is back at work, so I'm not just alone at home and I can sort of. Mm. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I think that's a great plan. Yeah, you're all over it, Deb. Yeah. Well, I am now. But of course, I was going to make a plan. Like, <laughs> I just had to convince Nick that we had to sit and think through that because it's so mm. funny. I was like, "Can you just ask your school like what's available to you?" Like, yeah, figure it out. And I was like, "No, but like now, like don't ask." Yeah, like ask now. <laughs> ask now. And then he was like, "Oh, turns out I can have all this time off." And I was like, "Jesus, I lost so much sleep over this." Like. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's going to be helpful for you. You know, you've got that first three months with the baby and then he'll be there all the time and so he can take care of the house and he can take care of the baby while you are getting back to work. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that would make such a difference. Like if for my second kid when I was running the Makers Hub and I had to take leave and I wasn't technically allowed to work and so I had to hire people to run the hub, that was super stressful. It was like bleeding money. It was awful. But also, like, your business and my business is completely different because you have a successful business and mine with bleeding money. <laughs> so you're in a fantastic place and it's such a testament, Deb, to, like, your business skills yeah, it's as well. it's scary, though, you know. Like, there's still mm. – I definitely have my days where I'm like, I've never taken more than, I think, two weeks off the business really since I started it. Like, I've been on holidays longer than that, but I've never taken more than two weeks fully offline. Mm. Then I would just be checking emails or at least checking in with my paid customers, like my community. So suddenly talking about a couple of months, like three months, is to me mind-blowing and sometimes super scary because I'm just like, mm. what happened? But then I'm like, no, Deb, there's people now that care about this business as much as you do. They yeah. do your job. Like, you and I mean, there's nothing stopping you if you feel the need to not be obligated but to like dip in and just like say hi, yeah. you know. Yeah. And check in with people and not necessarily, like, not teaching or anything, but just yeah. say hi. Like, I'm not actually want to. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm alive and here's the baby. Like, people love baby spam, by the way. Like, yeah. most people love yeah. baby spam. <laughs> <laughs> most people just is, like, just shaking her head going, not really. <laughs> I don't mean, like, in general, though. I mean, like, people who are following you and following your story are going to want to, yeah. you know, know how you are and how the baby is and, you know, it's all part of. Yeah your mm-hmm. audience and people who and I think it's love interesting. you. Like I'll actually, there's a lot that I can learn from my members, I'm sure, in that time too because a lot of our people in my community have kids mm. and often, especially when it touches on like time management, productivity and all, I always kind of give that disclaimer that what I teach might sometimes be a little bit more for people who are in a situation where they don't have a newborn or toddlers because I don't and so I can't, you know. You're going to have a whole new course that you can put out. I think mother wouldn't work. Yeah, I think the biggest thing in my brain has been to learn to like let go of a lot of things. And I think I've got so many more lessons to learn. I'm, I don't like to say I have, like to have control because that makes me like sound like a control freak. But, you know, I like when things are like in my zone of control a little bit and I'm like planning and all of that. And that's just not an option next year. Like it's just not. Mm-hmm. Even the routine thing, like I'm such a routine person. 
That's fine. You can have a routine, Deb. At the moment, Google Calendar tells me to the minute what I mean to be working on. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, it depends. We're getting into parenting style territory here, but I parented my kids in two very different ways. And the first one, I was very structured in a routine. If I had another, I would do that again, 100%. Like, he would nap for four hours from this time to this time every single day until it was like four. So... And it's because he was trained to do that and people don't like doing that and that's fine. I didn't do it with my second because I decided I didn't like doing it and then she was completely different and (laughs) never napped more than like half an hour and it was all over the shop and it was a lot harder. (laughs) Like it didn't go with my personality. So I don't know. I'm just saying this because, again, people like giving advice based on their own experience without realising that their experience is unique to them Mm. And your experience could be completely different. So even though a ton of people are going to be saying to you, they're not going to ever nap and you're going to have no time or you're going to be so tired yeah. or this, that, and the other, like none, of, you don't know. Like it could be the complete opposite and it is going to be a complete like awesome routine every day and it's going to be great. So just yeah. don't like stress too much about the unpredictability because yeah. it could still turn out fantastic for you, you know? Yeah. And I'm lucky enough to have Nick too, so that yeah. will help. And it comes down to temperament as well with kids, doesn't it? Hmm. My parents were like, you were a dream baby. You just slept whenever. You were quiet all the time. Yeah. Apparently all their friends used to say to them, wait till you have another one. Like they were, yeah. <laughs> they were, you can't have it this easy. It would be like, this is unusual. <laughs> like, what can I say? I'm a champion sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> like they would literally take me to restaurants in my bassinet and just chuck me under the table and I'd be oh, like, wow. yeah, I love that. And I never had a second, so ha, I got the <laughs> Probably were like, stop here, this one's perfect. Yeah. That was basically my experience too, that the second was much harder. (laughs) So what does this lead to? Which is not because of, but it led to a discussion. It led to us having a discussion. Yeah. Yes. Hey there, Maker. Are you loving the Business of Making podcast? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to continue producing the show. You can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And depending on your level of support, you can get perks like behind the scenes and extra special content, including video, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast itself. Every month, we also release a secret podcast episode available only to our platinum patrons. Just head on over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support. So we are going on a sabbatical, let's put it that way. Yeah. Deb is going on maternity leave and we thought it was a good opportunity to take some time off from the podcast for a while so that she doesn't have to worry about it. She doesn't have to worry about missing out. And we can also just have a bit of a break because we've been doing this nonstop for almost three years. years. Yeah. Or even, yeah. I think next week is like our three year anniversary yeah, or something. Might be. Yeah. We probably should like check those things. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> With only very like small breaks in between, like we yeah. haven't really had any time off because yeah, we do do it on a really good, regular basis. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. been pretty full on and I'm going to be doing PhD stuff is really going to be ramping up in sort of January, February of next year and then for the next <laughs> like four years. So <laughs> I feel like, you know, having a bit less capacity to focus on passion projects like this, it's hard to fit everything in. So I think it is a good opportunity to have just a bit of a break from all of the stuff. Yeah, so we don't have a determined coming back time. I think we're taking a solid six months off. I think that was the plan. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see where things roll from that, see how Deb's tracking, see how Mick is tracking with her PhD and everything else. 
Because as we've mentioned before, and we're going to talk a bit more about passion projects in one of our last episodes, this is a passion project. We don't really make any money from this. Uh, And that's probably our own fault because we just haven't really ever put the effort into really pushing the marketing things because we're so freaking busy. Look, we wanted to do things that COVID made very difficult to do. Like, essentially, we wanted to do, like, live events and (laughs) conferences and things, and then that just kind of didn't happen because yeah well we originally the beginning of last year so just pre-covid our plan was that year to actually do live like travel around australia and actually do live in-person workshops and events and things and we couldn't do that last year we couldn't do it this year (laughs) so yeah we're just like okay let's just take some time out have a bit of a break and see how things go so we're we're sad about it like we love hanging out and we love doing the podcast and, and spending time together and creating this content for you. And for patrons, we will let you know what that means for your Patreon support a bit later. Don't You don't have to do anything at this point in time. We're just giving you a bit of a heads up. The podcast will be running until the end of the year. So we're finishing up at the end of December 2021. Yes, that's where we are. <laughs> I keep saying 2022 already. I'm like, what year are we in? I'm like, is it still 2020? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, our last episode will come out right at the end of December. We actually have, very excitingly, have a live Q&A, Ask Me Anything planned for our patrons. Mm-hmm. So That'd if you fun. are a patron, make sure you stick around till the end of December because it's the 15th of December. We are running a live AMA, so it's Q&A session. Too. Sorry? It's on video too, so not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll run it on Zoom We'll give you guys a special link and the three of us will be there on video and you can hop on video and stuff as well and chat to us and can ask us anything relating to business or just anything in general. We're just going to kind of bit of a, a bit of a farewell party for now, farewell for now party yeah. um, with all of our very special people who have supported the show over the years. We wanted to do something special for you. So that's what we thought would be fun. So we're going to be doing that, yes, on the 15th and uh, patrons, you'll get more information about that very soon. So yeah, we are taking hiatus. Hiatus. For a while. Yeah. Yesterday, I realized we were recording this morning and I panicked that it was the last one and I got really sad. I was Aww. like, oh, this is the last time we're going to record. Aww. It's fun. Like, I think this is the thing too. Like, it's just fun to just chat mm. with you. This is not the type of thing that we can do in our own businesses because you it's different to do like a video or a podcast on your own. Like, it's yeah. not as chatty. It's not as friendly and, you know. So, yeah, like, I'm definitely sad. Uh, like, I, obviously, we can't promise when, what, or what's going to happen, but I'm very keen to start this podcast again because I just... Mm. Yeah, I, th- I mean, that's our general plan is to come back in one yeah. form or another. We just don't know what that's going to look like or when exactly that will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll reassess. Plenty and There's plenty of options, yeah. I think it's just yeah. seasons and things, and we'll see where we're at in... Well, yeah. not six months from now, but I guess mid-year 2022. Yeah. yeah. Sort of just June, July. Mm. 2022 yeah yeah uh, we'll see what the plan is yeah. we'll but, uh, yeah, so it's deb's favorite phrase we'll just wait and see we'll play it by ear <laughs> oh this is actually nick's favorite phrase play it by ear and i'm like oh my god no, i do that i say that a lot that's <laughs> i feel like nick and i are similar <laughs> oh my god i think you need one person like that in the relationship though because if it was if it was another me holy shit would be anxious all the time like we're just like, <laughs> let's make a plan <laughs> 
we're definitely my nick and i are very similar he's very much there laissez-faire whatever and i'm like okay we're doing this (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's nice it complements each other yeah all right well we've got obviously more episodes coming up for you a couple more before we finish up so make sure to keep listening and as i said remember if you are a patron join us for that q a on the 15th of december if you're not a patron you can always join for that month and come and join us and give us a bit of a thank you <laughs> in monetary form <laughs> if you've been enjoying the show. Well, you'll these also last get access years. to the back catalogue, right? If you yeah. join as a patron, you'll so get So we're all not the, shutting all the down the Patreon because we want to give people so you can continue to have access to the back catalogue of all of our patrons only episodes. But we'll talk more about that in the patron QA and we'll put some posts up and stuff for patrons specifically explaining how it's all gonna how it's all going to But actually if work. you're sad if you're like oh this really sucks i'm gonna miss those girls a thank you <laughs> and b yeah if you are not a patron yet you could actually join now and even if we don't record in the next like in the first part of the year next year you can still have an episode every week that you haven't listened to from all the secret episodes yeah would there be like probably about like 20 to 30 of them maybe yeah. i don't know how many there are one or yeah. two, years worth. two years worth of every yeah. we'll have to go back and count how many there are yeah so yeah, it's quite definitely do that yeah yeah <laughs> cool all right well thank you all for listening i'm like I'm, no i can't do like this is the last no uh, <laughs> we will so be back listening. remember to give deb some congrats on instagram <laughs> or wherever else I haven't even, at the time we're recording this i haven't even announced this on instagram no. yeah yeah i need to but by the time we publish it yeah we yeah yeah So we, our congrats are with Deb. Can't wait to see what happens. Hopefully everything will be awesome and she'll be back to work and, you know, her baby will sleep between those hours of one and five every day so she can work. Yes. Yes. Make it happen. (laughs) And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode soon. If you're a patron, we have a patrons only episode coming out for you about how we finish the year strong and get ready for the next one next week, I believe. So... You can go listen to that when it comes out. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks all. Thank you. Bye. Bye.